0: Uh, Yes, I'm Andrew Dickinson for Heather Dupusia, Alan. So here's the plan, here's the target, here's the roadmap out of this mess. No dates, but targets. All three Auckland DHBs have to reach 90% double vaccination before cafes, restaurants, gyms and events can open to the vaccinated. Uh, The government has set the target. The city currently sitting on 74% double vaxxed and the health ministry reckons that Auckland will hit 90 by early December. For everyone else in the motu, or the land, uh, the government's new traffic light system will kick in, again when all DHBs are at 90% double-jabbed, and the border between Auckland and the rest of the country will likely stay in place until then. So I'm joined by Chris Hipkins, who is the COVID response minister. Hello, minister. Good afternoon. So Auckland's in lockdown till December, right? Another six weeks
1: doesn't mean that things will stay exactly the same during that period of time. We'll keep things under review and where there are additional changes we can make that make life a bit easier for people in Auckland, we'll do that. Uh, but to get to the, the new level of freedom, where life goes back to normal, for fully more or less normal for fully vaccinated people, uh, we're going to need to push a bit harder on those vaccination
0: rates. So is there any wriggle room if you get close to 90 by December? Will you adapt?
1: Yeah, Cabinet set a, a check-in at the end of November so that we can look at where we're at with the rates uh, just so that we're not setting a you know a, we're not holding out unnecessarily if you like. you know this is ultimately about lowering risk. It's about making sure that when we allow people to go back to doing all the things they love doing because they're fully vaccinated, that we're not creating uh, too much additional risk.
0: Okay, but surely also it's the uh, hospitalizations and the ICU usage, which is the ultimate arbiter, so you'll be checking that. and if that doesn't rise and the rates have got to like 86, you might give some freedom.
1: Well, certainly. Um, one of the things that we can monitor over the next few weeks uh, is the impact of vaccination, the vaccination rates we've already got on the rate of hospitalisation, the rate of people needing that sort of more advanced medical care. Uh, there, is, there are encouraging signs at this point that while we're seeing a bigger number of cases, the rate of hospitalisation that we could have seen uh, hasn't materialised yet. So that, that's encouraging.
0: Okay, so the South Island is uh, still restricted until December because, frankly, their DHBs are even further away from 90 than Auckland.
1: Uh, The South Island's actually doing quite well. If you look at uh, Southern DHB, Canterbury DHB, uh, Nelson, uh, Marlborough, they're doing well. Uh, A bit of work to do there on the West Coast in particular But surely, Chris, it
0: doesn't matter who's doing well, it's actually who's doing badly holds back everybody else.
1: Look, um, we haven't ruled out the South Island moving more quickly than uh, than others and, and as well. You know, the South Island being treated a little differently. So, uh, again, this is just about saying to people, this is what the road back forward looks like.
0: Fair to say Rhythm and Vines and the New Year's festivals, they're over. I mean, Gisborne's at 60%.
1: I wouldn't be so pessimistic, we are seeing real momentum behind the vaccination campaign. We've just actually put a whole lot of additional resourcing in and we announced more of that today into chasing up uh, vaccination rates in those areas that have got lower vaccination rates so that we can make sure that everyone uh, is getting vaccinated as fast as we can.
0: It's October the 22nd, why didn't we know this 90% target weeks if not months ago if not at the very start of the vaccination programme?
1: Ultimately, our goal all the way through has been to get everybody vaccinated, and that continues to be the main goal. Uh, When we get to 90%, we're not going to stop just because we get to 90%. This is about saying, now that we're in this new era where we're having to learn to live with Delta uh, and with COVID-19 being in the community, how can we give people back some more freedom, as much freedom as possible?
0: Yes, but you broke people's hearts because some were thinking at 80% they'd get freedom.
1: Well, look, I think those who were putting those kind of um, numbers out there perhaps didn't uh, have a realistic assessment of what that would mean in terms of, uh, you know, numbers of cases and numbers of cases that required significant care.
0: Success, of course, is going to be measured by DHB vaccination rates, but not ethnicity. So don't you care if Maori don't get to 90 percent?
1: Oh, we absolutely do, and that's why we announced uh, a significant amount of extra money going in today, uh, millions of dollars going in today, uh, to make sure that we're getting higher rates of vaccination amongst Māori.
0: Yes, but you might get in Tāra fete, you might actually get, you know, a rate of 90%, but Māori are way off that, and you may then open up that area, uh, that shows that you're not caring for Māori. They're, they aren't part of the success uh, regime.
1: Oh, no, that's that's not true. If, if we wouldn't be putting all of this additional resource into getting higher rates of Māori vaccinations uh, if we weren't absolutely committed to getting high rates of vaccination amongst Māori.
0: You're working on the legal ramifications of vaccine mandates. Now, this is work we were talking about a year ago. Isn't this work, again, that should have been completed months ago because people are desperately wanting to know whether they should take the risk and bring in their own mandate if they're a business, or what are you going to do?
1: It's quite a complicated legal environment around mandatory vaccination. The government has the ability to impose vaccination requirements at the moment for the highest risk workforces, and we have been doing that. The question for businesses um, is whether there's a public health justification for them imposing a vaccination mandate. Some businesses have already made that assessment and they're doing it already. The message that we're getting from some others um, is they are worried about the legal risk and the risk of being challenged mm. if they do that. So we want to provide greater certainty for them. And we'll have some more to say about that. Very you, soon.
0: You've just explained my question, but you haven't given me the answer. Why wasn't that work done months ago?
1: Well, it's been a work in progress for some time. It's not an uncomplicated situation, though. There are a whole lot of different... I'm I'm
0: I'm perfectly aware of that. I know of many businesses around New Zealand right now who are wrestling with this, wondering whether they should be making the mandate or waiting for you to do it, and they're doing the same work, and they've been doing it hard for the last week, and they're thinking, why haven't you guys been doing it hard for the last months?
1: Oh, I can, tell them, I can tell them that we have absolutely been working on this over that period of time. Uh, there are a lot of different factors that need to be balanced up here, but we do understand that for those businesses that are worried about being legally challenged, they're looking for some greater reassurance, and we do want to give them that greater reassurance.
0: Uh, business support. It is the middle of October. We are well into a lockdown, 10 weeks into a lockdown. Uh, why has this been late in coming through, later than it came through last year?
1: There's been ongoing business support during that period of time. The additional support that we announced today recognises that we're now entering into a new period Where there won't be as much business support because we will be reopening up uh, to a much greater number of people and those businesses will be able to get back to something that looks and feels a little bit more normal
0: can you understand the brokenheartedness amongst many people in new zealand right now that they didn't know the target until today that they don't know anything about mandates you've you've started talking about vaccine passports but there isn't one that's even there and yet we're 10 weeks into a lockdown and everything seems to be extended out and out and out can you understand just how disappointed uh, many people are right now?
1: Oh, I think that everyone will be disappointed that we find ourselves in a position of dealing with a virus. Uh, that up until now there's been no cure or vaccination for. There is now a vaccine, so we enter into a new period. But, yes, this has been uncharted territory. And I think we all would have preferred to have got uh, to a high rate of vaccination before we were dealing with the realities of Delta being in the community, but we didn't get that
0: opportunity, ultimately. Okay. We did everything
1: we could to try and get that opportunity, keep the virus out, uh, and ultimately uh, we we didn't succeed.
0: So the year of vaccination has not been a success.
1: Oh, I think the year of the vaccination has been very successful. I think the year of keeping COVID nineteen out uh, until until we got everybody fully vaccinated. Clearly, around August, uh, we we uh, we, we hit a road bump that it was very very difficult to get over. All
0: right, Chris Hopkins, COVID response minister. I thank you for your time.